0: Oh, uh, it's the kind of music that Ryan Giggs is so used to, so ac- well accomplished uh, to achieving so many different things. With uh, Ryan Giggs joins me on the line. Good evening, sir. Welcome to the show.
1: Good evening. Yeah, it's just about to say. I recognise that music. <laughs> I listening to
0: it. <laughs> I was going to say. I mean, yesterday at the launch, today at the Nelson Mandela Square. I- I'm sure yeah. you get a sense, Ryan, of how much South Africans love you.
1: No, I mean it's amazing, and um, you know, I first come. I to South Africa in '93, and I had an amazing reception then, both myself and, and the team. And it just gets better and better every time I come back. So it was amazing today. Uh, thank you to all the fans who, who come down to Nelson Mandela Square. It was amazing. Uh, it was a bit hot. I'm not used to that at the moment. Obviously, man, it's not Manchester weather, but it was amazing just to, to meet the fans and to bring the, the Champions League trophy uh, to them.
0: Well, you, you brought the Manchester weather now in the in the evening, haven't you? Yeah. Because, yeah, we try well, to balance I, yeah. things out a bit, eh? <laughs> 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 what, what, what did you pick up, though, from the fans? And and it was young, it was old, it was Man United fans, it was non-Man United supporters, it was just lovers of football. What did you pick up? What was the sense that you were getting, just from all the love and attention that you were getting here today?
1: No, I mean, you just touched on it then. It wasn't just necessarily Man United fans. There was actually fans in the crowd at Liverpool, Uh, Local shirts as well, Um, Orlando Pirates, I I spotted. Uh, But mostly, obviously, Manchester United fans. But, no, it's great because, obviously, you see the kids there. um, But also, you know, so many people coming up to me and saying I was the reason that they got into football or I was the reason that they supported Manchester United. You know, people of the similar age to me. So when you hear that, that's amazing because um, you don't actually think about that when you're playing football. But to have that effect on people is, is... something you never set out to do, but obviously something you can be proud of.
0: I mean, a lot of people, given how much you gave to the beautiful game and how much you're still so associated with Manchester United... The big question again, Ryan, and, and I know that it's something you would have addressed with the media uh, about where you are coaching Wales versus where uh, club football is. And it's a different approach. I mean, you're there every day as a club coach. When it comes to the international break, you go, you look at yeah. the players that are on form. So it's a different kind of skill for you. What, what's the biggest challenge coaching wise that you think you still will have to face?
1: Uh, well, it is different. You're right. Obviously, I was a coach at United for two years, and it is every day. Um, you don't get much time off. Obviously, you work at the weekends. International football is completely different. You know, for example, this between my last game in November and my next game in March, is four months. So, basically, you you do a lot of work with the FA. You go out and see the players as much as you can, and um, just keep your eye on really. You know, I try and go to the clubs as well, see. Uh, different coaching methods and, and learn off other coaches. So, um, yeah, it's about managing your time as best you can, and then planning for the for the forthcoming games because when the games do come, you have to be prepared because you're not with the players that long. You only well, this time I'm only with them a week, and we have two games, so you have maybe a couple of days pr- to prepare. Whereas obviously with club football, you, you're with them every day for the season.
0: Which coach would you say you learned the most from?
1: Ah well yeah it's pretty easy um, <laughs> Sir, Sir Alex I, I think you know I mean um I did learn a lot under Louis because that was my first coaching job really so I, was, I, I learned a lot off Louis and um, he was great to w- have my first coaching job under But uh, you know Sir Alex working with him for 25 years the way that he worked the way that he managed people um you know was was amazing to see at first hand
0: I mean talking about Seeing things at first hand, you know, we're still in awe. And, and yesterday, listening to the uh, press conference uh, with uh, Luka Modric, and he talked about why Real Madrid are not doing well. And he attributed that to the fact that uh, it's about Ronaldo. Anyone that can score 50 goals in a season, you're losing yeah. a lot. And that is why they're struggling right now. He has a young Ronaldo coming to Manchester United. You're already a seasoned uh, player there. What are you picking up about this player? I mean, some of the positives, some of the negatives, maybe some of the I don't know type of things.
1: Well, when he first come to the the club, I mean, obviously the, the talent was there to see. I mean, um, he could take people on, um, but there was a lot of things that he needed to learn. You know, he was he went down easily. You know, he, he was diving quite a bit, which you can't really do in the Premier League. Um, he didn't know whether to when to dribble, when to pass it. So, yeah, he got a few gentle reminders. You know, if he was dribbling it too much, maybe Roy Keane or Paul Scholes was taking him out. But it was, it was tough love, really, and he came come through it. And, you know, I, I think a lot of the, the way that he worked or the way that um, he developed his game in the early days at Manchester United has contributed to, to him being one of the best players that's ever lived. It's as simple as that because he developed his game really quickly. Um, he went from a winger taking players on to one of the best goal scorers of of all time so he's a, he's an amazing player he's an amazing professional as well not surprised for you know he's doing so well at 34 and you know I think he can carry on for a few years yet
0: and he did make that you talk about him at 34, 35 years old, making a turn to go to Juve um, at a time when he even said that a lot of the players his age are opting to go to the lights of China, uh, they're opting to go to the United States of America, but he's made a, a move, and a bold one, where he's also top goal scorer in Serie A. Do you get a, a sense, though, that there's still a lot of football, uh, quite a few years left in him?
1: Yeah, I do, and him going to Juventus shows that, that he's he's up for the challenge. I, I think when you get into your 30s, it does become difficult. You've got to change your game. Um, You're no longer the player in your early 20s. You can't do the things that you used to be able to do, but you can still be effective and he's still effective and it just shows the desire and the want to do more and the want to, it's not easy to go to another country and and perform at the highest level. Okay, he's going to the best team. He's going to Juventus. But I'm sure he went to Juventus to win more titles, but ultimately to try and win the, the Champions League with Juventus.
0: Do you find yourself at the end, I mean, you you were arguably the most decorated player to have played in the Premier League, Um, the most successful, uh, you know, the most committed when it comes to playing for one club. Do you find yourself in the middle of conversations, debates, arguments about who's the greatest between Lionel Messi as well as Ronaldo?
1: Who's the best between Ronaldo and Messi?
0: Yeah, I mean, do you find yourself having to almost commit to people wanting you to say one or the other?
1: Yeah, I mean, my answer to that is just enjoy the both of them at, you know, at this present moment. You know, you, we're in a, we're, I mentioned it yesterday, we're in a um, situation where we're, we're seeing the two best players perhaps ever, um, certainly up there, playing at the top of the game. And, you know, in a few years, they won't be around. So instead of comparing them, just enjoy them. Um, the are the, the different, the different personalities, the different players. But equally, you see the goals that they've scored, the amount of times they've won the Champions League, they've marked times they've won leagues. They're, they're two phenomenal players, and everyone's got their favourite, whether it be Messi or Ronaldo. But they they're both amazing players, and it's difficult to, to separate them.
0: And when you consider that comment, when, when you're scoring fifty goals though, Ryan Giggs at the highest level of the game, yeah. what does it take for a player? Because these are ridiculous numbers.
1: Yeah. No, and again we're taking that for granted. You know, these are numbers that haven't been seen before on a regular basis. So he did it for United, he did it for Madrid and you know he's he's now carrying on doing it for Juventus. So he's he's an amazing player just as as Messi is. And not only do they get fans off their seats by their skills, by the way they, they play the game, but also the pure numbers that they're knocking out and they never miss games. They they play every single game. Now of course Ronaldo's getting to thirty four Perhaps he won't be able to do that in the future. But at the moment, he's still banging out the games, which in itself is amazing, but also being so effective.
0: All right, We've got a couple of voice notes here. People heard that you were coming through, and uh, they've been sending us WhatsApp voice notes. Uh, let's uh, listen into to maybe one or two questions, uh, directed at Ryan Giggs. Okay.
1: Hi, Robert. What a wonderful show. Uh, Ryan Giggs, welcome to Africa. Uh, I'm sure it's not your first time. But Robert, my question to Ryan is um, which African player
0: celebration does he remember the most? Uh, which celebration after scoring a goal does he remember the most from an African player during his playing time? Thank you very much, Rob. All right. I don't know if you ever kept that in the back of your mind, Ryan.
1: <laughs> no, that's a good question. I've not been asked that before. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't play against him, but uh, Roger Miller. In yeah. the uh, 1990 World Cup, you know that was a, that was probably my second favorite World Cup after '82. But when he celebrated, when he scored, I think um, there were so many people rooting for for that team, and um, yeah, that, that I would say Roger Miller in, in the '90 World Cup when he scored.
0: Yeah, I think we all remember that jig and everybody was saying, is he he really that old? But he's got so much, uh, you know, (laughs) tenacity and he's able to play the game um, at that level. But from an African football perspective, though, and and we've seen a lot of African footballers come out, whether it's a Michael Essien, make a dominance at Chelsea, you know, right across the entire EPL. Has that, in a way, given Ryan Giggs' roots, rooted in Africa, given... Again, what you see globally in Europe, etc., where African players have really set the tone. Kevin Prince-Boateng again, Ryan, just recently signed with Barcelona. Uh, You know, he's Ghanaian, and uh, a lot of people are quite happy about that. I mean, to you, just the continent and, and where players are filtered through throughout the world, what does that say to you about the potential of the continent?
1: No, I mean, obviously, the potential is there. It's then making that transition. Um, you know, I was with Stephen Pina yesterday, and he was talking about that transition. When you do go to Europe and the way that you have got to change your game and adapt your game, but also, you know, stay to what is is true to your game, really. And, yeah, I mean, the continent has produced so many um, wonderful players, such as Roger Miller, you know, George Weir in the Premier League, Didier Drogba, Michael Essien, amazing, amazing players. So. Um, no, I, I, I think um, African football and footballers have got a lot to, to offer, um, not only the, the Premier League but but world football, and um, I'm sure we'll we'll see that in the future, like we we have in the past.
0: Relationship with uh, Jose Mourinho, and the reason why he he gave about not renewing the contract, was that something that hurt you somewhat, Ryan? Was that something that you thought? What is he talking about?
1: Um, well, first of all, I was I was always leaving with Louis, so I never really um, gave it a thought of of whether I was going to going to stay on because um, I'd done two years with Louis. I felt that um, it was an amazing two years for me as a coach for my first job, and then I wanted to go out and, and leave the club really and um, go on my own. So um, that was already made up. So. Anything other that, that I hear about the situation is just the first I've heard about it, really, because as soon as Louis was, was leaving, um, then, then then I was leaving too. So I felt that it was the time to leave. Obviously, I'd been there straight from school. I'd played so many games, and then I had a wonderful chance as a, as a coach there under Louis. So, no, I mean, um, anything else is just rumours or anything that, uh, that that I'm not aware of. So I'd already made my mind up. So, I was quite adamant that I was going to leave
0: the club anyway. All right, let's uh, squeeze in before we say goodbye to Ryan Giggs, uh, one or two of the voice notes.
1: Hello, Robert. Hello, Ryan Giggs. Well, the question that I have for Ryan Giggs is that, what does it take to play in uh, a big league like in the English Premier League? Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Good evening, Rob. Can you please ask which which player he looked up to in his early days of playing football or even before he played uh, professional football? Thanks.
0: All right. uh, Beautiful stuff. I think you've kind of answered the first one uh, in our conversation. But the second one, I think, is quite interesting. Uh, Any player that you would have looked at and said, you know, I actually admire this guy?
1: Uh, Well, I always looked, because I was left-footed, I always looked out for the left-footed players. So, like to Diego Maradona, obviously growing up in the 80s. um, John Barnes, who was actually obviously our rivals, Liverpool. But these were the players that I sort of, not wanting to emulate, but I thought was similar to myself. Players who like to take players on, like to excite the fans, score goals. So, it was really the left-footed players. um, Adair, who played for Brazil as well in the 1982 World Cup. These were the players who... I sort of watched purely because they were left-footed and obviously left footers are, are, are more rare than, than, than right footers So they were the players that, that I looked up to in similar positions as myself.
0: And I've got a question here, Ryan, that's come through from Twitter. Fred Mourke, he says, how did Giggs rate his combination uh, with our very own Quinton Fortune on the left of Man United?
1: Yeah, I mean, Quinton come, um, obviously in the same position. He could also play left midfield, left back, and Quinton was a great player. He, he, unfortunately he did a cruise ship. I was in the training session when he had a bad knee injury and it was always difficult to come back from that but no, Quinton had a really good career at United. Um, he's a great guy in the dressing room, great to have in the club and um, yeah, I, I think he enjoyed every single minute of it and he still works for the club now. He was, he's a really popular person within the players and also the staff.
0: Alright, uh, let's see a, a quick comment that's come through. Good evening, Robert. You have a legend in studio in Ryan Giggs. One of the best players to have ever donned the Manchester United jersey. And one of the most consistent players ever to play for, for Manchester United. And he was a very clean player. Very, very clean player. He barely could get a yellow card. And I'm glad that you're talking to him. Uh, as a Manchester United fan myself, I'm very, I'm, I'm very excited. And yeah, Ryan Giggs, welcome to South Africa. And hopefully one day I would love to see you coaching, uh, 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 more managing Manchester United. Uh, it would be a dream for me to see you uh, managing Manchester United. Like it was a dream to see you playing for one of the best teams in the world. All right, great praises they're coming through. Uh, I suppose that's the end destination wish for everybody is to see you back at United.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we'll have to see. Obviously, I'm I'm enjoying the um, my job with Wales. Um, Ollie's doing a fantastic job, but yeah, it's a club that I supported, that I grew up. I still go and watch uh, with my kids. So, no, I mean, it will always have a special place in my heart. So, um, I'll have to wait and see, see what the future holds. But at the moment, you know, I'm happy in the, the role that, that I'm playing with Wales. So,
0: Somebody I'm was asked.
1: Also- I have to go because I've got yeah. um a game to watch, I've got to watch. Uh, yeah, you've got a game to <laughs> watch. Ajax with uh, the Champions League trophy tour and Heineken, so
0: yeah. um, I've got a few people waiting for me. Well, without a doubt. I was about to say, our time is up with you. It's uh, 22. I was just going to ask you about the Soweto Derby. Orlando Pirates, Kansas Chiefs, whether or not you've ever watched one of those games, and if not, uh, he has an open invitation the next time it happens. Oh, okay, brilliant. Take you up on that. Take me up Thank on you. it. Yeah, great stuff, sure. Ryan. Thank you so much, man. Enjoy Thank the rest you. of Cheers, your stay. Appreciate Thank it, man. Cheers. All right. Bye. All right. Ryan gigs there joining us on hashtag MSW. Lots of questions that kept coming through. As you can tell, the man, pure professional, pure genius of the game. And yeah, why not? I mean, lots of your voice notes still coming through. Oh six oh five eight four double two five zero. Doesn't stop you from sharing what you thought of the man, what you think of the man. Um yeah, Wonderful. Rare breed and an achiever.